Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. So we're going to continue the series, ironically, about honor, the road least traveled, but the title of today's message, so the subtitle would be Your Honor. Somebody say Your Honor. Now some of you, I know you stood in front of judges and had to say Your Honor. Some of you have stood before great judges. Some of you have stood before not so great judges. <laughs> All right. So your honor is tested every day, how you decide to honor people. And I believe it always goes back to parents because if you don't honor them as the original authority in your life, you cannot honor anybody. All right? So let's get into that. Let's go to Exodus 20, verse 12, and you say, man, Pastor Matt, we getting into the Ten Commandments? Yes, but let me confess something to you. I do not know the Ten Commandments in order. I don't have them memorized that way. You know why? Because according to the New Testament, according to what Jesus said, I will obey His Word and His commandments by loving Him and loving others. I don't live by a system of do's and don'ts. I live by a system of do this, love God and love others. It's that simple. Now, do I read my Bible or listen to my Bible every day and stay in the Word? Yes, but I don't, honestly, I don't have the Ten Commandments memorized word for word, nor in order. I can give you the Ten Commandments. I can tell you where to find them. But look how important this commandment is. My mom was always quick to say, you better honor us, boy. <laughs> honor your father and mother. Then you will live a long, look, it comes with a promise. You will live a long, full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Now, what does it mean to honor your parents? Well, at some point, you get old enough where you understand that you don't have to obey your parents anymore. Are you all with me? Now, if you're in their house, you say, yeah, I'm, I'm 48, living at home. Mom still washes my clothes. Well, then you're, you're under their rules. All right? That's between you and God. All right? That's fine. That's none of my business, but just so you know, you're under the house where you say, man, why are they questioning me? They're paying rent. All right? So just, just, just to clear the air on a few things. Now, you, you're supposed to honor mom and dad, though, forever. Someone say forever. Whether you agree with them or not, you honor them. Scripture says you, do not, you don't curse your father and mother. You don't, you don't do that. When they're old, you don't do it. You say, man, my parents, oh, you don't know them now. They're, they've aged. They're in their 80s or 90s. They're a little bit senile. They say some crazy stuff. You still honor them. That word is that word. I didn't make that up. You say, Pastor Matt's just coming up with some stuff. No, that's the scripture. You, you can read that in any translation. Message Bible, New Living, Christian Standard Bible, New King James, Amplified, New American Standard. You're getting the point? Honor your father and mother. How do you do that? Well, you treat them with respect and kindness and love. You say, now see, we're going to get into some other stuff. Some of you say, well, you don't know how my dad was. Dad left us. Or you don't know how mom acted. Or they were strung out on drugs. Or they were, hey, you know what? You may need to have boundaries with them. You may need to separate yourselves at times from family and parents. But you still need to honor them. Are you still with me? You still with me? My mom deteriorated and she, she, her health was deteriorating. And she, was, she wasn't well for several, many years with the cancer before she went to be with Jesus. And she wasn't herself. But I'm going to tell you right now, I still honored her. I still listened to her. 
She would touch my heart. She would say such simple things, and God would speak to her. And she was always concerned. If you knew my mom, you knew this about her. She was always concerned with making sure her heart was right with God and with people. She would go through seasons where she was like, man, I think I need to apologize to some people. I was like, you do? And she would contact people and just make sure that she apologized for any little thing just to make sure. And I could see, I remember when she was preparing to go to heaven. It was crazy. It's like she was at, physically she may have been at her worst, but somehow she was at her best. Never seen anything like it. She was at peace. She was already hearing doves in heaven. I don't know. And it would just break my heart because she was so real with God. She knew about honor and respect. She always honored and respected her parents. Now here's the deal, people of God. If Beyond honoring mom and dad, we talked about honoring God last week. Y'all still with me? We've got to honor other, other people in our lives, don't we? Did you know I show honor to you as a church member? Whether you know as much about the Bible as me or whether you've been in church as long as I have or not, God sees us as equals. Scripture says there's no free or slave. There's no Jew or Gentile. There's no black or white or red or brown. There is his creation. And once you become his child, which you are, I know y'all have accepted Jesus and you profess him as your Savior, you are equals. There's no male or female. He sees you as his kids, right? He sees you as his kids. So God shows us lots of honor. So we've got to honor him, and we've got to give honor to the parents that he gave us, whether they're nutheads or not. Because some of you, I know, some of you said, man, Pastor Matt, if you only knew. No, I've seen, and I've seen some parents treat their kids, they've treated their kids awful. But still, you need, to, you need to honor your parents. You say, man, well, I moved out. That's fine. Love them. Give them respect and honor, but, you know, you got to create some boundaries. But this, the basics of this are, it is honor mom and dad. Someone say you got to honor mom and dad. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know who this is for, but some of you, you've got to honor their memory, even if it was a crazy memory. You may talk testimony, and, yeah, they did some awful stuff and this and that, but find the good, even when you're talking about them, even though they're gone. I've seen some people, they have a hard time honoring their parents who have passed on because they have not forgiven them. You say, no, they're dead, so I just, by default, no, by default, nothing. I know people who hate folks that have been in the grave for 15, 20, 30 years. And that's between you and God. They're gone already. They don't get to vote anymore. Well, never mind. They might. They might still be voting. But, sorry, just kind of came up. They might be voting. They shouldn't be. But they don't get to come to church. They can't smell any roses. That was free. I'll be here all week, right? They don't get to smell any roses. They don't get to taste that comida that y'all make. Y'all make some good food, too. Good food, man. Yeah, they don't get to taste those enchiladas anymore. They don't get to smell the fresh breeze around here. People say, man, it stinks. It smells like oil. That smells like money, someone said. It smells like work, right? It is stinky, though. You, you haven't been in Hobbs for a while. You come back, you go, man, it stinks here. They can't smell that anymore. I don't know who this is for, but some of you need to forgive mom and dad. You cannot honor someone if you don't forgive them because you're going to be mad, bitter, frustrated, 
cussing, talking bad about them. A lot of folks' problems start with their relationship with mom and dad. You say, man, is this psychology? No, this is just God's word 101. If you can't honor your parents, you can't honor anybody. And then I hear something stupid. They used to say this in the hood growing up. Let me just, let me just, let's be real right here. This is stupid. And if you've said it, you're not stupid. You're just uninformed. But this is stupid. He said, you got to earn my respect. Oh, really? Okay. The people who talk like that, they're usually the most disrespectful. Had guys in the ministry over the years. A few come to my mind right now. Man, they were, they were disrespecting me. They were the most disrespectful people in the world themselves. No. No, you honor God by honoring the parents he gave you, whether you agree with them or not, whether they were there for you or not, and you move on. You move on. Someone say you got to move on. Otherwise, you get stuck in the past, and, you're, and then you're on repeat. You ever notice that when you don't forgive yourself or others, you're stuck on repeat, and you become like them? You ever notice that? Seen people hated their daddy because he was an alcoholic, and they became an alcoholic. Because there was a wound there that left the door open to the devil. Got to forgive, man, and move on. Treat those parents with honor. Honor your father and mother, then you will live a long, full life in the land your God is giving you. All right? Funny how people over the years say, man, yeah, but he's your dad. He's your dad. Yeah, great, but we've learned to honor and respect each other. We treat each other with kindness and love. Do I do every single thing that dad tells me to do? No. As you well know, I'm in my 40s now. I honor him. There's things that are church-related, pastor-related. I jump on it so quick, but there's other stuff. Dad gives me his advice. Man, I take a lot of his advice, but some stuff I'm going to do my way. Are y'all with me? That's my, not me dishonoring God or him. And did you know I've, and I've worked on this over the years, I've learned to politely and honorably disagree with people. Right? I don't attack them for their beliefs. But at times I attack lies with the word when people are talking to me. You just treat people right, though. And it all starts with mom and dad. So someone say you got to honor your parents. All right, you got to honor your parents. It starts there, number one. Number two, you got to honor your family. Now, I know that's challenging for siblings. Some of you are still working on that. But if you're, hey man, if you're over 18 and you're still dishonoring each other as siblings, you got to get over yourself. As kids, I mean, I can still, I, I mean, we get on each other's nerves. I would get on Jonathan and Lane's nerves. And then I still remember when John would get irritated with Lane, he'd go, Elaine. He'd say her name real strong. And she'd say, John. And she'd hold her chin like my mom, all mad. But we love each other. We honor and respect each other. We don't agree on everything, but we love each other. We agree on Jesus. The rest, we'll figure it out. We agree there's one way to heaven. you got to treat your aunts and your uncles with respect. We're honored today to have my aunt and uncle here. Two of my favorites in history. Just love them both. Um, uncle Richard and Aunt Jeannie, they're here. I love it when they visit. She tells me, we're going to come to church. I'm like, man, i gotta, I got to look good. i got to preach right. I'm going to preach better when they're here you got to honor your aunt and your uncle, your grandparents. Yeah, work on it with your siblings. I know that can be challenging. <laughs> Let's go to Leviticus 19.32. Leviticus 19.32. Look at this verse. This is actually in there. Stand up in the presence of the elderly, or you can look into that, those that are older than you. But elderly can mean getting up there in years. And show respect for the aged. Fear your God. I am the Lord. 
I'd like to go ahead and implement something, Dad, in the family. We can stand up when you show up, but if we could, I need John and Lane to start standing up when I come into the room, if y'all would, please. Just think about that. <laughs> Pray about it. Y'all go ahead and stand up. I'm just kidding. Messing with my brother and says, stand up. Wow, what an interesting thing for respect. Stand up in the presence of the elderly and show respect for the aged. Fear your God. I am the Lord. Man, I, rem- I have a strange memory of, we were back at the old army barracks. That's where we started here in Hobbs at the church there on, on what is that, Dalmont? 317 South Dalmont, I think, right? And I remember there was an old man at church. His last name was Villanueva. And two of the boys, do you remember him? I think they lived near us. Two of the boys, I won't call their names. I remember them. One boy visited. He went with me to school at Southern Heights. And another guy was there. He, he attended, and he was a nut. But, man, they were disrespecting that older man one time. I remember I'd never seen anything like it. He was walking by, and they were messing with the back of his hair. And, and I was thinking, are these kids demon-possessed? Like, who does that? With an old man at church picking on him. I was, and I was the smallest dude around at that time. I was like, hey, those, both these dudes were bigger than me, and they could fight. I said, hey, you guys, leave him alone. What's wrong with y'all? You don't disrespect the age like that. You don't do that. You treat them with respect. Now, let me get into something else with family. If you are married, your spouse is your family. Can I get an amen in this house? Don't you, hey, you say, man, I'm saved. Okay, don't be cussing your spouse then. Don't you dare use foul words with your husband or your wife if you are a believer. Does everybody hear me on the live stream? I need you to hear me. Don't you use curse words directed at your spouse if you're a hus- husband or wife and you're believers. Don't, and if, what if they're an unbeliever? You, that's a greater reason to not do that. I'm not saying anybody in here does that, but if you do, you need to repent today. That is serious. Using curse words aimed at your husband or wife. And I've seen people do that in the world. I pray believers don't do that, but somebody needs to hear that. Maybe it's on the live stream. Maybe it's the folks listening to this audio message later on. But treat each other with respect. Let me say something else. Men, you want to honor and respect your wives? Don't be looking at pictures of other women or videos or anything else. Let me just say that right now. Let's deal with this right where it is. Men, honor your wives. Let her be the standard for beauty and sexuality in your life. Married, married men. Women, same to you. Your husband's tummy had started doing this back in the day, and it started growing a little bit. It started coming out. It started sticking out a little bit more, a little bit more. He still needs to be the standard of male beauty in your life. Male, uh, handsomeness. I didn't know how to phrase that. Jesus, help me. You know what I mean. If he needs to trim down a little bit, great. If he needs to bulk up a little bit, great. Take some of them tortillas off his plate. You're making him tortillas all the time. <laughs> Say, baby, you're looking heavy, man. You want to, let me make you another burrito for the oil field. Don't do it, man. Make him a wheat taco or wheat, wheat tortilla. In Espanol, that's trigo, right? So don't, don't be giving him all that stuff and then going, man, golly. That's a trap. And for all you brothers out there, man, really, men of God, y'all are married and you love Jesus, you're taking your wife out to eat all the time, you're like, dang, baby, you've been gaining weight, and you keep offering her dessert. Come on. 
Be gracious, be kind, be wise. Jesus said, be gentle as doves and wise as serpents. So be wise and gracious. You say, yeah, she's put on a little weight. Yeah, that, that means she's a doll baby to you now. She is full-figured. One, one guy told me, he said, I, I stay in shape. One guy told me, he was a big guy years ago. I said, oh, praise God. He said, he said round is a shape. I said, all right, go with God, but, you know, I don't want you feeling bad later, right? And look, look, don't attack each other's bodies and use that as, as when you're in the heat of the moment, talk about their weight and how bad they look. Don't do that. That's not Christ-like. That is not God. Don't ever do that. Don't attack their weight. They're skinny or they're a little chunky. You don't attack them that way. There's other wise ways to do that. And I'm telling you, ladies, if you're the one cooking at home and managing the household and stuff, or you say, no, but he's been eating out a lot. Nah, women have power. You can help him. You can help him. And men, you have power too. I know uh, Sinbad, the comedian back in the day, he said, man, he said, women will trick you though. They say, baby, I, I need to lose weight. I want you to help me. He said, I want you to help me. He said, you come in there. He said, baby, you wanted me to help you. Why don't you give me that snicker bar? And she goes, So commit to it and help each other, okay? Don't flip the script. Yeah, I told you to help me, but what is today? Monday? Next Monday. This is ice cream week, whatever. <laughs> Love and respect each other. Treat your family with respect. Are y'all with me? Husbands and wives, brothers and sisters, mom and dad, aunt, uncle, grandparents, family. Honor each other. It's all about your honor. Number three now. Oh, number three now. Let's get into this. Authority. I'm going to address this just because I need to. Not all cops are bad. Not all preachers are good. Not all men are good. Not all women are good, regardless of color. All right? But there are beautiful, amazing people of all colors, shapes, and sizes. There are amazing cops and judges and teachers. How many of you, let's be real now, how many of you at one point, See, and this is pretty anonymous, but you know I love surveys. How many of you at one point had an awful teacher in school? Awful. They were mean or they, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yep. You had a bad teacher. I don't remember any in particular real bad, but, but there were some that weren't as, as great as others. So does that mean all teachers are bad because you had a bad experience? Does it mean all checkers at Walmart are rough and mean if you had a bad experience? No. So I'm telling you right now, we got to honor authority. You say, man, why are you bringing up cops and stuff? Because people have a problem with police. They do. I grew up in the hood. Man, cops would drive by and they're flipping them off. I was like, what? You don't even know them. I understand that. But let's honor authority. You say, hey, look, let's just talk about this. Let's get real right now. I'm not talking Democrat and Republican. All right. But Joe Biden is one of my least favorite people, not because he's a Democrat. I don't care about that. Joe Biden has been perverted. He's been known to be perverted. You've seen videos of him. I don't care how you voted because now it's done. That's between you and God. But look, I, I've seen videos of Joe Biden smelling girls' hair. That's perverted. Hugging girls and making them uncomfortable. You say, I've never seen that. Yeah, but you've seen everything else on social media. Look it up. 
it's there. Just perverted. I have a problem with that. I have a problem with men who sexually harass women. Forget his policies. Forget his policies. I have a problem with men who undermine women, men in authority positions. I have a problem, I have a problem with women who do, do that. Some of y'all don't know because you weren't with me in high school. See, Rod, Rod's still handsome, but in high school, I was pretty hot. I had hair. I had hair. I worked in a bakery. I kid you not. I worked in a bakery here in town. And it, back then it was Jewel Osco. And the, the I don't even know what, what she was. It sounds like the, someone from the story of Joseph. I guess she was the chief baker. <laughs> I don't know what she was. She was the manager of the bakery. And she would walk in and she right away she decided she liked how I look. I'm a little skinny dude, man, 135 pounds with hair. And she, she told me some of the filthiest things. In hindsight, I was like, dang, that lady was messed up. She told me, and she was probably in her 30s at that time. She was a grown woman to me and just gross. I remember thinking, dang, lady, can I just work? She'd walk in and tell me dirty stuff here and there. She must have done it two or th- now nah, I must say three times, and I only worked in the bakery five weeks. That was enough. <laughs> Jonathan came in there one time. I guess they drove to the to the Jewel Osco to pick me up. Jonathan walked in, he looked in there, and he's like, Man, this place looks like pre-industrial revolution England. <laughs> like <laughs> a sweatshop. I was in there hosing off the floor and stuff. It's a lot better now. But that lady was dirty and disrespectful. But I still treated her with respect because she was my authority. You know, I, you got to earn my respect. Okay. Okay. You meditate on that. See if you can find that in Scripture. When you find it in Scripture, you get back with me. Chapter and verse, and we'll talk about it. This lady was very disrespectful to me. I saw her years later, and I recognized her, and y'all know about my memory. I was like, I remember you. I knew her name and everything. And she, there's no way she would have known me. I was totally different looking. And, uh, and she was cool with me, and I remember thinking, man, Lord, take away that memory. <laughs> but I still honored the office. Pastors, educators, civil authorities, police, you got, you got to honor folks. Let's go to 1 Timothy 2, 1 through 4. Come on. 1 Timothy 2, 1, 1 through 4. And you got to practice your honor. It, for some folks, it just doesn't come naturally. I remember being a kid in school, and back then it was way more frowned upon. But when kids would disrespect teachers, I was always like, oh, what? You know why I was scared of teachers? I was scared of dad. Dad would light me up if I was disrespectful. And I was afraid of mom, too. He said, I got older. I wasn't afraid of mom. Yeah, but mom still had the power to tell dad. You know how moms are. You'd get home. The dad would get home. Mom would say, you know what your son did today? Because you're, you're his son when you're acting bad. I saw mom. Did, I remember looking at mom so betrayed. I'm like, wait, did we already talk about this? Aren't I already in trouble? And she's like, I'm, we're just beginning. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Are you a story writer? In the beginning, you know. Man. You got to treat everybody with honor and respect. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. And let me, let me interject something. Hey, dads, 
your boys are going to treat women just how you've been treating your wife. Hey, moms. Hey, moms. Mm-hmm. You, kids are watching moms and dads, how they treat each other. Are y'all listening to me? You better. Where did you learn that? Remember those old marijuana commercials? Where did you learn that? I learned it from watching you. Huh, yeah, they're watching you. They take notes. You're screaming at the house all the time, yelling and cussing, and then your kids do it, and you go, where would you learn that? Come on, man. I urge you, first of all, to pray for all people. Did you hear that? Pray for all people. Ask God to help them. Intercede on their behalf and give thanks for them. What a good word. Pray this way for kings and presidents and vice presidents and those in the Senate and the House, right? All who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Just like today, you don't have to like everything I've said. You need to catch the truth today, don't you? Are you all with me? You need to catch the truth. Because I know some of you leave here and say, Man, Pastor Matt irritated me. Then repent. <laughs> Who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Wow. So why do I need to pray for police officers and judges? And, and you say, man, these folks are abusing their authority sometimes. And why would I pray for that teacher? Why would I pray for that, pray for that crazy pastor, that man of God or woman of God? They don't even act right. Because God wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Say, why would I pray for them? That's a man married to a man and a woman married to a woman. They're in a, that crazy situation. God loves the sinner. He hates the sin. God wants people to repent. Do I accept those lifestyles and behaviors? No, but i got to walk in love with them. Someone asked me that the other day. It was a great question. It was a great Food for thought question. Well, do you just accept it? We just got to accept it? Well, let's dissect the word. Let's dissect that word, accept it. Well, they're going to do what they do, but I don't agree with it, according to Scripture. You want to answer people quickly, even if it makes them mad? Say, look, I just believe what the Bible says. Are you all with me? They say, what do you believe? Say, man, I'm not getting into all of that. I just believe what the Bible says. Are you all still with me? You can avoid a lot of arguments. You may start an argument, I guess, with that. But I'm like, take it up with God. I've had people get real mad. I'm like, take it up with God. I just believe what his word says. All right? So honor authority. Look at this. Look at number four. You need to honor the godly friendships that God has given you. Some people are terrible excuses for a friend. Terrible. Let me, let me, let me start with Friendship 101 here. Friendship 101 is this. Put others before yourself. Does that mean I don't have boundaries? No, you got to have boundaries. You got to be able to say no sometimes. But you need to be able to learn to be a friend. And how, how do you do that? By walking in love. You hang out with someone who's very compatible with you. Your personalities mix and match well. Say, man, we agree. This is cool. This is fun. Even though we have differing beliefs on this or that. But we like hanging out. Man, honor the godly friendships that God has given you. Honor those people. Treat them kindly. Treat them with love. Keep your word to them. If you can't do it and never planned on being there, don't say, oh, yeah, I'll try. That always irritated when people were like, I'm like, hey, you're going to be there? I'll try. 
Seems like I heard Yoda say, there is no try. Do or do not. Right? Y'all didn't know that one. I'm going to try? Here, try. Try to hold the Bible. What, what do you mean? I hold it or I don't? Exactly. Let me try to hold the Bible. What? what? You don't want to go? I've ha- Did you know I've told people? Me and Jonathan, we have a great relationship. He invite, he, he's such a good man. He still invites me to political events. He's a good man of God. But he loves me. We're, we are best of friends. Jonathan say, hey, man, I know you don't like it, but um, you want to go with me to like, and I'm like, John, no. I'm like, John, no way. He said, what, what are you doing tonight? I don't know. I'm cutting my toenails. I don't know. I just don't want to go. There's things that he's called to and he's great at. There's things that I'm called to and I'm pretty good at. But, man, I'm, I'm not called to be in the political arena much. I'm not. Because I may, I may get in there and, and tell somebody, hey, 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 stop being fake. You don't quit being fake? In the name of Jesus. How are you? I'm a what? Now just be real with me. I don't do fake. And that gets me in trouble sometimes, but God will forgive me. I don't do fake. And there's times like, man, you really didn't want to be there, did you? I'm like, I did not want to be there. And beyond politics or anything else. We got to obey God for our calling. But I'm telling you what. And look, John and I, we invite each other. There's times, I'm telling you, where he invites me to stuff, I'm like, ah. Mm. There's times, though, he invites me to go do something else. I'm like, dang, I want to be there, but I can't. I already gave him my word. You know how, how good of a friend John is, though? John keeps asking me to stuff. He, invite, he includes me still. and it always, He doesn't realize it, but now he does. It touches my heart. He's like, hey, man, we're having the hangout today. We're playing basketball in the gym. He's been inviting me for weeks on and off, and I want to go. I just haven't been able to go. All right? In friendships, you can say yes and no, but you can mean it. All right? And there are times you go, oh, my gosh. You get married, and you love your wife. You love your husband. You go, I'm going because it's important to you. Right? There's been times Jen has come with me or done stuff. She's like, I'm all, you didn't even want to see this movie. She's all, yeah, but you did. Well, I'm a baby. You could have been. She's like, I know, but I wanted to be with you. I still haven't gotten her into a King Kong and Godzilla movie yet, I don't think. But I got to go watch those. I heard the latest one's terrible. But anyway, it's like I have a need to go to the Godzilla movie. He's like, Rah! it's the same thing every time. But I'm like, I got to go see it. I don't know why. Let's go to Romans 12, 9. Godly friendships. God gave them to you for a reason. This is great right here about being a friend being a, a lover of other humans, being a believer, walking in love and forgiveness. Look at this text. I love it. I hit it here and there. Don't just pretend to love others. See that fakery thing? You know, I would rather, I would rather someone see me and just not buy it. I think it's Joyce Meyer who said years ago, one out of ten people just aren't even going to like you. I, and I've, I've met people like that where they see me and they're like, you think you're cute. You, I'm not buying it. Really? I'm all. You know, that's part of the show. Turn thy phone off. 
saith the Lord, turn thy phone off right now. Put it on silent. And I love this. I've always wanted to say this as a teacher. Put your phone away or I'm going to keep them. <laughs> Don't just pretend to love others, right? <laughs> really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Somebody say good. You want to know what good is? Look into Philippians chapter 4. Good and pure things, holy things, things that are of good report. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Wow. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. I wonder why that's in that text. You offend people when you're lazy. Did you know when you're lazy, it comes across wrong? Did you know when people hit you up for help and you're like, it's in my power to do it, but I just don't want to move? You come across wrong with people. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep on praying. Wow, this stuff is solid. Keep on praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Oh, this is powerful. Always be eager to practice hospitality. Pastor Jen, Jen is, Pastor Jen, I think I said her name like uh, Camila said at first. Pastor Jen is big on hospitality. God has graced her with that. She loves doing hospitable things and hosting and just being, she has the spirit of a mom that way and making people feel welcome and warm. That's why we have coffee here sometimes and all these cool things. That's Pastor Jen's heart. And she's over flourished, the ladies' ministry. And we are very hospitable as a church. We're very welcoming because that's the heart of this house because it's the heart of Pastor Jen. It was always mom's heart before Jen. Mom said, let's give people welcome baskets. Let's let men and women of God know when they come to minister here that they are welcome. We want them to come back. That's why we give welcome gifts to people who are here for the first time. Say, why? Just, just to be religious? Here you go. Go, man. Be blessed. Away with you. No. We want people to feel like they're at home. Right? It's like when someone comes into your house, they're standing there for a while. It's like, hey, you want to sit down? Unless they're John and Elaine. When I walk in, I want them standing up. Right? Good that y'all are listening today. Hey, no, just pray about it. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. What does it show? What does hospitality show? It shows humility. It shows love. It shows honor. When you say, you're welcome here, man. Come on in and kick back, but take your feet off the furniture. <laughs> That's how dad always was. No, y'all are welcome here. Don't, just, don't be putting your feet up on stuff. Next, what's, what's the next verse there? I think I added, is that 13? I think I added 17 and 18, so we'll have to go to those individually. Y'all are doing great back there. Look at this. Never pay back evil with more evil. That's a tendency of humans, isn't it? Some more than others. Say, man, he, he did that to me. I'm going to get him back. No. Mm -mm. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are what? Honorable. One who is honored and one who gives honor. Next verse, and I'll close with this. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Live in peace with people. You don't want to be stirring it up with your neighbors. Why, Pastor Matt? Here's a big, big wisdom email. You got to live next to them. I'm not going to antagonize. And don't get me wrong. There's times you're going to have neighbors that antagonize you. <laughs> but you still got to walk in peace and wisdom. And you got to be the bigger, better person that way. Walk with God. Say, no, nah, I'm not going to go there with you. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Let's go over our points again. Areas of honor for your honor and my honor. 
Parents. Someone say parents. Yep. How about family? Say family. How about authority? Say authority. Uh-huh. And godly friendships. If you're getting the gist of this message, just outdo each other in showing honor, one translation says. And it doesn't have to be fake. It can be real. You honor in your way. Some people show me honor by giving me a hug, and they don't say much to me. That touches my heart. Some people just shake your hand and smile at you. Some are big talkers, and they want to talk your ear off. I'm a talker. Some look you in the eye and say, man, this is my way of showing honor. I'm really listening right now. But you show honor how God has led you to show honor, but there is a certain template for honoring everyone, and that is loving God, ready, and loving others. That's the template. That's how you live a life of honor. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes today, if you would, please. Is there anybody in this house at the sound of my voice or on the live stream that would say, you know what, Pastor Matt, I heard, heard the word of the Lord today, but I have never accepted Jesus or made him the Savior of my life. I've never confessed. I've never actually thought about believing that way officially. If there is anyone in this house who says, I have never accepted Jesus as my Savior, would you raise your hand? I want to pray with you. We'll pray together as a family. God bless you. All right. Is there anyone in the house who says, you know what? I just need to make sure my heart is right with God. If that's you, raise your hand. God bless you. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for your courage. God bless you. Thank you for your courage. God is with you today. Let's pray as a family. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes. You are such sweet people. Those joining us on the live stream, do the same right where you are. Someone say, Heavenly Father, forgive me, Lord. Cleanse me. I believe in Jesus. I know he died and rose again for me and for my sin and to keep me from hell. But I just need forgiveness right now. Help me, Lord. I want to do better with your help, the help of the Holy Spirit. Someone say this, say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say this, say, I've been strengthened for good works. I've been empowered by God's grace to live right and to do right. That is the cry of my heart. Thank you for your forgiveness, Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. I want everybody looking up here at me, right where you are. You don't have to stand today. We're going to do it a little different. If there was something in the Word today that touched your heart, something in the Word today that got your attention, something in the Word today you said, ah, that was for me, God's speaking to me, would you raise your hand today? We're going to pray as a church family. God bless you. God bless you. Wow, that's always an honor to see that. Let's bow our heads and pray together. Father, the blood of Jesus over your people today. These are the sheep of your pasture. I am an under-shepherd. You are all of our pastor. You are the big brother. Scripture says you are the elder brother in the faith. You are the firstborn of God's creation here. But God, we honor you as shepherd, but right now those who have been entrusted to my care and yours, I thank you for them, God, and I thank you that your word has fallen on good ground. Let it be practical, applicable, relevant, significant, and usable this week. In the name of Jesus. Remind them of it when they need it most. 
Because I believe you spoke to everybody in this house about something from your word today, God. Something from your word. It fell deep within our hearts, Lord, and we will practice it. We will honor you by honoring others. We will honor you by treating others with love and respect. Lord, we will love you by showing love to your creation. We thank you for honor and what you teach us about honor in your word, showing respect and kindness and showing favor. Giving and receiving favor ties into honor, Father God. You said in your word that you've crowned your creation, you've crowned us with glory and honor. Why? Jesus died on the cross for us. We must be worth it to you. Say, well, why would he do that? Because he has a great purpose for us. God, reveal your purpose to your people. Let them find you in your word like never before. Let them get to know you through the power of the spoken and written word. God, let them get to know you through the word, through an easy-to-read translation, whether they're hearing it or reading it, God. Every day, let them be drawn to your word. Something in your word, God, that will improve them and lift them Lift them higher so they go to the next level and the next level and the next place in you, God, from faith to faith and from glory to glory. We thank you today. We honor you for this time. We honor you, God. We praise you. In Jesus' name, someone said, amen.